So the big question is this, how these entrepreneurs who started from scratch and had no idea how to sell or market their products or services online and then later on made over six figures, seven figures, eight figures or even nine figures became best in their niches and found their dream customers to sell. My name is RJ Ahmed and find this all out on our interviews with entrepreneurs show where I interview all these entrepreneurs and try to pick their brain on how they actually did all of that and how they took their business as well as their life to the next level. This podcast is all about the entrepreneurs who strive so hard to become super awesome in their niches. Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs. Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs show where we interview entrepreneurs who are super awesome in their niches and RJ here back with another awesome guest. And today we have an amazing guest out there. This man needs absolutely no introduction, but you know, we, we absolutely going to do it somehow. He's, he, he's the host of ClickFunnels Radio podcast and also like have so many entrepreneurs out there, especially with the power of becoming, you know, with, with part of serving as a ClickFunnels CEO. The one and the only Dave Woodward. Hey, so good to be here, RJ. Hey Thank you so much, Dave, for being on the show. It is truly great to have you on our show. Uh, my pleasure. And like, tell us a little bit of a backstory, like how you absolutely got started into the internet marketing space, like how how all that thing happened. Yeah, so my uh, internet marketing story. I actually uh, had a, a marketing agency, but we were more direct response marketing. Uh, this is early 2000, probably five, about 2008, 2009. And I had a lot of my clients who were primarily mortgage brokers, uh, insurance and agents, real estate agents, people who uh, were trying to figure out how do they actually go online? How do they generate leads online? And at that time uh, is when I first heard about Russell Brunson. I actually attended a live event where he and Stu McLaren were talking at the time more about affiliate marketing. And uh, that's where I met Russell. And I remember that at that point, uh, he was basically standing up there at the front of the room, just kind of talking to the, the audience and saying, hey, you know what? If you guys would like to kind of pick our brands and get to know us a little bit better, go to the back of the room, sign up for uh, you know breakfast, lunch or dinner and take us out and we can kind of just sit and talk. So I ran to the back of the room. I signed up for every breakfast, lunch and dinner that he had for the next three days. And I really started off a, a dear friendship. Uh, Russell's literally one of my very best friends in the world. And uh, we became friends long before we became business partners. But uh, that's how I got started. Uh, my very first product was uh, Legendary Marketers, where I went out and I actually interviewed, uh, at that time, you know, 10 of the greatest internet marketers in the world. And uh, went, I literally flew with the f film crew out to their homes. Uh, this was way before you know, digital media and things that were much easier. So uh, we recorded the things on, on cameras and uh, shot the video, shot the footage, and then used that to sell. And, and that's really how I became friends with the Russell. Yeah, and that that's absolutely exciting out there the, the way the way that you got started and how you got interacted with Russell as well. And I was talking, I was supposed to talk about the exact same thing that you already talked about your legendary marketer product. So like, uh, like a few days back, I was watching some sort of a testimonial sort of a video <laughs> where Russell Brunson was doing sort of an interview out there with you, and it was like probably like twelve years back, and it was pretty crazy. And I was like, damn, time flies, absolutely. So. Uh, like from the time of ClickFunnels started, like you've got into ClickFunnels, you know, uh, after a few months, like almost the exact same time when ClickFunnels came into, you know, came into this world out there. Like, and uh, as of now, you're the part of ClickFunnels and you as, uh, you know, being on there as a part of a CEO out there. And one of the things that is super important when you're going on into the business is in terms of scaling is systems. 
So what do you think is the difference between a system that are on the seven figure business and eight figure business and nine figure business and beyond? Like, what do you think about it? Uh, the difference between the systems at those different levels? Yeah. So I think uh, some of the very first systems uh, I can say that we ended up putting in place, uh, a lot of the systems were more along a support basis, trying to make sure that we had the right uh, support systems in place to, to take care of the leads. I can tell you that anytime I look at growing and scaling a business from seven to eight and, and nine figures, um, the real thing, your biggest systems actually are with your people. And there's nothing yeah. more important than finding the right people, the culture fit, and as a, and really trying to make sure from a leadership standpoint that you're able to really drive drive the vision in a way that uh, helps everyone understand what's their piece that they own, uh, what are they the captain of, what is the thing that uh, they can then really feel like this is my part in the company and this is what I do the most with, and the systems then are related to to those people and to their jobs and the things that actually work best. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That absolutely makes sense because you know, everything like they need to be some sort of an ecosystem that is super important. And yeah, the, as you said, you know, the part of the community plays, you know, a lot more role into that particular thing. Absolutely. So I, I saw there is a question out there, like how do you get so pumped up before his Facebook lives? Like how that happened? <laughs> I, I actually am a pretty excited person just by nature. I, I love people and just the opportunity of talking to people. Uh, I know some, hopefully someone's going to be on the other side uh, looking at that screen. And that uh, for me is probably one of the easiest things. I, I just have always loved people. I love seeing, I remember what it was like when, uh, when no one would take my call. I remember what it was like when uh, I lost everything. I remember what it was like when it was my, my very first dollar online. And uh, I, I resonate really well with people in those situations. And because of that, uh, I'm excited. I think there's nothing more exciting uh, for myself than seeing someone who's getting started and seeing it actually works, whether it's uh, they get their first leads online, whether they sell their first product online, whether they get to their first two comma club funnel and, and just the excitement of that. And then obviously we go to our two comma club X funnels and now two comma club C funnels. And there's an excitement with every single level. And each level brings on uh, just new challenges and new problems. And uh, I've had the opportunity of being an entrepreneur long enough to experience a lot. I'm sure there's other challenges I'm going to see. But um, I think for me, yeah. uh, just the opportunity I have of dealing with you know, hundreds of thousands of different entrepreneurs right now, I've seen and had the opportunity of being around a lot of those, uh, those trials and those challenges. And it's a lot of fun for me to see other people having that opportunity to grow through it as well. Yeah, and uh, one of the coolest part, you know, that happened like in in few weeks time, probably out there that you know, McCall Jones did. You know, she crazy hacked you, and it was it was like she was talking about how the award comes up, like how you know start the conversation, do the live, and everything out there, which is super crazy. I can tell you that it was fun for me to see McCall uh, again. If you're not familiar with McCall Jones, she has her charisma hacking, and a lot of the things that she. Um, I think the part I learned so much from her, there's more of a science behind what she does and what she teaches that I didn't know I did it that way. Uh, and so it's kind of fun for me to learn and experience that. For me, I think, honestly, I, I just get so excited talking to people and trying to help help them achieve their goals. And I think because of that, there's just a there's a natural excitement. Uh, anytime you're working with people who have a dream, who have a passion, who have a purpose, and they're trying to get to that next level. So for me, uh, the excitement comes pretty naturally. Yeah, and one of the best part is I just saw that McCall have joined joined the live as well, and she was like, "Yo, that's me, that's me, that's me," which is 
absolutely amazing like we had you know we had an awesome time with mccall in our in our show as well you know we interviewed her on the term of charisma hacking which is like absolutely insane new concept out there in terms of marketplace and everything out there most people didn't knew about that huge shout out to mccall uh, again i i learned a ton from her i think anybody who uh who's trying to figure out how do they how do they work with a dream 100 strategy she literally has, yeah. has crafted a whole new idea a whole new way of doing it if you're not following McCall, I highly recommend go check her out. Uh, Charisma Hacking, Charisma Hackers, uh, probably one of the best things I've seen recently for being able to springboard to the next level as well. Yeah, 100%. And I have saw the podcast that you talked about on Dream 100 and you talked about McCall Jones and you talked about, you know, how she created her own framework in order to Dream 100 people out there. And when we talk about Dream 100, you know, it's the foundation of ClickFunnels. Absolutely. What do you think? is the mistakes that people make because they are do's and the don'ts of doing Dream 100. Yeah, I can tell you the, um, so I'll I'll use McCall since she was, uh, that's the name you mentioned. I think one of the things, the biggest don'ts, uh, I see so many people do it and that is, I get packages all the time in my office and it's literally the package comes and with it comes the ask. And you have to separate, if you're doing a lot of Dream 100 things, you have to separate the Dream 100 activities from the actual ask. I think it was amazing to see how McCall did that, where she never asked for anything uh, at all. And she literally just went out, found someone. And again, I've seen this strategy used. I was literally with Russell uh, in Ty Lo- at Ty Lopez's house, and we were talking about this same idea of, gosh, you know, if you wanted to, to Dream 100, if you wanted to get my attention, Ty Lopez, or you tried to sell some Ty's products, what would be the best way of doing it? And for, you know, Russell real quick said, the very best thing would be to go onto YouTube, find out the very best videos that are out there, and then use that as the list. Use that as, and then promote that as a way of generating a list of all the people who are excited and like Ty Lopez, and then go ahead and start promoting Ty's products. And then at that point, you now become one of his top affiliates. It's much easier to then go back from a Dream 100 ask later after you've already become one of his affiliates. From a call standpoint, she was actually out there doing the exact same thing where she was going out and providing a ton of value to to me, to Russell, to Steve Larson. Uh, I think uh, I saw Alex Sharfin. I know she's doing Gary J. White yeah. right now. Um, and because of that, she's providing value and building them up. It's really hard to not get their attention if all you're doing is talking about all the amazing things they're doing. Yeah. And, and absolutely, that definitely makes sense out there. You know, you need to put upfront, you need to serve, serve, serve in order to ask. Like, not like that, you know, you're serving and, you know, asking right away. It, it, it absolutely doesn't make sense at, at that particular point. In it's fact, RJ, I was stuff. late to this call because I was with Russell. Uh, our offices are literally right to the glass here. And uh, Russell was literally explaining to me a brand new strategy that we're going to be rolling out uh, probably Q1 of 2021. That is will be probably one of the funnest, coolest Dream 100 strategies that we've ever done. I can't, I can't hit, go through all the details of it right now, but uh, you'll see it roll out in March, April, and May of next year. And it all goes back to what you just said. And that is you have to dig your well before you're thirsty. And the deeper you dig that well, yeah. the more more water and more things that just flow to you. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you guys, that's a secret. Okay, it's going to happen, you know, in, in, in the first quarter of 2021. Okay, so like like few few episodes back, we interviewed Parker. And, you know, uh, we, we know that you had a conversation with Parker about, like, you talked about that you were missing your voice. 
and he talked about that okay it, it's your framework okay and you were publishing all the way down like from the initial start uh, and from the part of the journey we've gone into the stuff we saw you publish 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 and so like how you thought about okay i'm i'm missing the voice and how you think the people feel like okay they're not having their own voice and why it's not having to them and like what do you think about that i think there's two parts to it i think uh, the very first part is you have to get comfortable just talking and whether that talking yeah. is in like you and i are doing right now uh, and just having a conversation or whether that, uh, for some people finding their voice actually is through writing and through blogging and through doing a ton of content that way. Others through just video. You have to get comfortable with, with whatever medium you choose. I think the next thing after that is you've got to find out, um, again, I talk so much about this idea as far as find your voice, primarily because Russell spent so many, he's been literally for over a decade, been drilling this into my head. But I think the idea behind yeah. it is as you spend time really trying to find out what are you passionate about? What could you share? What is the value? And there are so many times where uh, I've on my phone, I've got an app I use all the time and it's uh, it's workflowy. And on the on the workflow app, basically would just be a ton of, of different topics and things as they come to my mind. I think, oh, I want to talk about that. But in doing it, one, ha one of the things that happens for me at least is I think, oh, this is going to be the very best one. And I'll talk about it and I won't get a single comment, like or anything. I'm like, man, that's terrible. And then the other ones, I think, oh, this is going to be a total waste of my time. And there'll be a ton of traction out there. My only reason in saying that is the key is you've got to be doing it on a regular basis. You've got to publish frequently. And the more often you're publishing, that's how you start to find your voice. But then once you start getting comfortable finding your voice, the very next thing is the most important part. That's the one that uh, my son Parker mentioned to me when uh, Russell ended up doing a podcast about it. And that is the idea as far as a framework. And I think for so many people these days, uh, there's just a lot of just chatter and they don't have a real framework. Yeah. And so for, as I take a look, uh, like, again, we'll keep using McCall. Uh, she's got a framework right now, charisma hacking framework. If you take a look at Steve Larson, there's a framework for offers. You take a look at Russell, every, you open up any of Russell's books. I've got them all over my office here, but uh, you open up any of Russell's books, every single chapter is a framework. And inside of every chapter, there's typically anywhere from seven to 10 different frameworks as well. The reason I mentioned that is no matter what you're doing, that is going to be your product or your service or whatever you're passionate about is you've got to get really good at building a framework around that. Something that is super easy. That is somewhat, you asked the question earlier as far as systems, a framework is just yeah. a system. It's a step-by-step -step process. How do you actually achieve that? Uh, you might have a framework on, on, on how to do a podcast. You might have a framework on how to be a parent. How did how do you deal with teenage boys who are 17 year old teenage boys who want to go hunting at six in the morning like I did this morning? So I mean that's I mean there's a framework as far as how you deal with these kind of things. And I think the key behind it is uh, the idea is you've got to get better and better at identifying frameworks. And so you first of all find you get used to speaking and get used to sharing things, but then you start really identifying what are the frameworks that you can literally talk for hours on or talk for five minutes on. Hmm. Yeah. And and that that's one of the coolest part out there because I truly remember when I started publishing, I was like, damn, like I had fear, like I didn't have good uh, uh, things out there, good equipment out there, or I might not look free. I still don't, but you know, I'm still on the camera out there. It doesn't make any sense. You know, no one cares about that type of stuff out there. And eventually you start to get better. So have you found your framework out there? You know what? It's interesting. It's a great question, RJ. Um, the quick answer is no. Um, I have a, 
a lot of other people's frameworks that I use and speak about. And part of that just is as being heavily involved in ClickFunnels. There's so many of our ClickFunnels frameworks that I speak about frequently. Uh, I've yeah. had the opportunity of being heavily involved in all of Russell's books. And so within his books, there's the frameworks I talk about. I think one of the things I've been, I've been studying quite extensively recently, and that's a lot of leadership. And I think some of the frameworks that I will start really trying to develop more will be more along the lines of leadership. Yeah. And like uh, we, we all out there, you know, we're going to be excited to see you if you create your own framework as well regarding you using Russell Brunson, like which everyone absolutely uses out there. It, it would be absolute fun to see you and have your own framework about that as well. Well, thank you. We're looking forward to We'll play around with it for sure. Absolutely. So uh, one thing that I would ask regarding on the affiliate side of ClickFunnels, you know about it. You, you know that ClickFunnels have one of the best affiliate marketers around there. They have the one of the best affiliate programs in the world out there. But regarding with ClickFunnels out there, people get into it. Uh, you know, there are so many things that used to filter out affiliates rather than people who just signed up and promote up and just do nothing. They sign up for the affiliate dashboard and that's it. Like, what do you think is the number one mistake that people make when they're promoting ClickFunnels as an affiliate out there? Like, what differentiate between the people who are, like, super successful with promoting ClickFunnels and people who are, like, just coming and go? I think the main difference, the things that differentiates super affiliates from other affiliates and your super affiliates are those who find a way of actually using the tool and teaching the tool that helps benefit them in their own business. Uh, take for example, Anthony Morrison. He's yeah. uh, just crossed over $2 million as one of our top affiliates. And he actually uses ClickFunnels as a tool in his business and teaches other people how to use it. I take a look at Spencer Meekham, another top affiliate. He does the same type of a thing. Spencer's a great Great SEO guy. I mean, the guy's yeah. probably one of the very best when it comes to SEO. But now he's teaching other people how to use it. Uh, I, I take a look at a lot of our other affiliates where um, Alex Hermosi is one of our affiliates. He doesn't teach ClickFunnels, but what he does is when he's selling his products, ClickFunnels is on the back end of his product. I take a look at uh, a lot of our top affiliates. Uh, I think the key is you've got to provide more. You got to provide more value to people than just an offer. If all you're saying is, oh, hey, go buy this product, that's they can buy the product from anyone. And I think the key is you got to develop a relationship with your buyers to be able to, to really justify why they should buy ClickFunnels through you. And the better you are at establishing value to your buyers in your business, or even if, if all again, if you're going to be, I mean, Spencer Meekham, he's an affiliate marketer. He's one of the best out there. And yeah. In doing that, one of the things he's done is he's provided so much value to people that it just becomes a natural thing for people to follow. Yeah. So uh, it, it is something like people need to create an ecosystem out there so that they can sell ClickFunnels as a backend, as a must-have tool in order to, you know, mm -hmm. drive their business out there. Yeah. I When I first started, I, I did the mistake of most affiliate marketers, and that is I just had a list and I just started blasting like crazy. Oh, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And people get burned out on that real fast. Yeah. You've got to be providing more value. Uh, again, whether it's, there's, there's no magic number, but I typically see you've got to be communicating with your people anywhere from three to seven times before you send them an offer and three to seven times and then send them an offer. Yeah. Absolutely. That definitely makes sense out there. So I have last two questions because I know that we have limited on time out there and truly respect your time out there. One thing that I would to ask, like we already talked about framework, we already talked about voice, and we know that you have a podcast as well, which is Funnel Hack, uh, uh, ClickFunnels Radio. And 
how much you think Russell keeps talking about publishing? Absolutely. He talks about that thing. How much you think personally that a distribution channel or distribution platform is so important when you get into this particular space? I think the part, uh, if I understand the question correctly, I think the main thing is trying to identify what platform fits your personality this, the best. Um, for me, audio and video is a much easier thing to do than writing. I'm just not, I, I just write real slow. It's just not what fits for me. Uh, I have no problem popping up a camera and speaking through a, a video or an audio. And because of that, uh, I'm able to do it consistently. And I think that's the key to publishing. You've got to find something that you know you can do every single, on a regular, regular basis. I publish two episodes every single week on the podcast. I typically do anywhere from three to five uh, Facebook Lives a week, uh, probably about the same as far as Instagram stories. And those are the three platforms that I spend most of my time on. So I'm publishing yeah. something absolutely every single day, uh, at least you know seven to 10 times per week. And I think the key is it's the consistency time and time and time again, where you get more and more comfortable in actually speaking or conveying your message or just being out there. And people want to see, they want to know what's going on. And I think the key is you got to be consistent to share that. Yeah, hundred percent. That absolutely makes sense. You know, th that consistency part is super important. I, and I, we also saw that you were doing like consistent Facebook Live as well on your Facebook profile as well, where you're talking about different type of aspects, different type of things out there, which is you know absolutely amazing on that particular aspect. Well, I, I think yeah. for me, the the idea on the Facebook side, uh, again, it came back. It was a challenge. Could you do a Facebook Live every single day for thirty days? And doing that is is really. You just, I would set a goal for anybody. You got to do something for at least 30 days. So whatever it's going to do to publish, publish something every single day for 30 days. If it's going to be a blog post, publish it every single day for 30 days. If it's going to be a podcast, just get the content out there. Don't worry what people think about it. Most people probably won't even see it or hear it. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, this is absolutely part when you start out and do all of these stuff. So last thing that I want to ask is what, what is next for Dave? On, on the personal side, what, what's next for you with ClickFunnels and your personal level, you know, on your personal life as well? Like, what's next for you out there? Uh, from a personal family side, uh, I'm super excited for the holidays. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I have the opportunity of having a new grandson. And uh, so I'm really excited for the holidays personally. I think in addition to that, uh, the main things from a growth standpoint I'm really looking at uh, is... I'm spending a lot of time trying to really dig deep in in learning scaling uh, scaling businesses. I'd love we'll do 150 million in in revenue this year. I'd love to take us to 500 in the next three years. And so I'm looking at what does it take to scale and grow a business to that level. Yeah, I, I mean that's absolutely amazing, and absolutely you guys can make it happen. You know, we we are following the journey, and you you guys absolutely can make it happen. And Anything, uh, any last thing that you want to say before we round this session up? I think the main thing, uh, anybody who's listening to this is no matter what your dream, your passion, your goal is, is you've got to, you've got to go after it. And I'm just a huge believer in massive action. So whatever it is, if it's going to be publishing, take massive action to publish. If it's the hardest part for most of us is we just, we dabble in things. I would just dive all in. It's dive all in. <laughs> The faster you dive all in, the faster you're going to learn what works and what doesn't. Yeah, 100%. You need to feel the uneasiness in order to make those changes out there. And 
yeah uh, again uh, dave thank you so much for being on the show it was truly great to have you on the show out there and we know that you're limited on time so again thank you so much rj thanks appreciate the opportunity truly appreciate it and yeah guys this is it for now see you in the next week until then peace out thank you so much for listening to the podcast i would like to ask you how would you like to reach 100 the people who have the target audience you need to speed up your success just like i'm doing every single day if you want to do that or if you are that person who want to speed up your whole process of how you can actually get the traffic from your dream 100 i have a masterclass called the dream 100 masterclass where i'll show you not only the strategies of how to ethically dream 100 but implement it as well so just go to the dream 100 masterclass.com it's the dream 100 masterclass.com and i will see you guys in the next episode.